<laughs> okay, got it. <laughs> That's the sound I make when I'm looking for something. goblin lately i don't know what's wrong with me <laughs> several things i think <laughs> i didn't want to say anything <laughs> yeah no it's okay i get it we are starting now um, okay welcome to this bizarre adventure starring two bizarre people uh the most bizarre of which is my co-host. Do you want to uh, uh, introduce yourself, weirdo? Hi, I'm B, and I like uh, rusty spoons. Let me yep. if you can if you know that reference. Um, get back to the retirement home, please. They miss you there. <laughs> that was that was an old internet reference. Yeah, that's. Uh... <laughs> That's a weird one. That that's a weird one. No, that's a weird one. You don't know salad fingers? Oh, I I know who salad fingers is. After this, I don't think I I ever actually saw it. Nope. After this, I need you to actually see it. Okay. So you know, um, so you understand why I am the way that I am. Oh, in absolute (laughs) horror, a creature. I, the, the old internet thing that I always was uh, obsessed with was Mr. T ate my balls. Do you remember that? (laughs) It came out of nowhere and it didn't mean anything as, as far as I know, but it was just like a picture of Mr. T and it just had text on it that said, Mr. T ate my balls. And it's like credited as the first meme. I don't know if that's true, but but yeah, Mr. T ate my balls. So every once in a while, uh, you know, when somebody brings up uh, like an old celebrity or something, I'll just be like, you know, whoever that was ate my balls and nobody understands who I'm what I'm talking about. So uh, I like to make I like to make a really old um, pop culture references. Yeah, because if people weird. get it, they get it. But if they don't, they think you're. An absolute unhinged psycho, which actually also works for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fine. So if I say Mr. T ate my balls to somebody, and they don't understand, I think I I also think that humor has gone back on itself. So like that's just a, a normal thing that somebody would say now. Yeah, <laughs> like, it is. Oh yeah, of course, Mr. T ate your balls, and nobody, and they wouldn't even think about it anymore. Yeah, um, but. I'm Michael Colby. Uh, Mr. T did not, in fact, eat any of my balls. Uh, oh, I'm so glad. In case you were concerned oh, yeah. about the health of my balls and the fact that I may or may not 
have uh, met Mr. T. But we are not talking about old internet culture. We're here to talk about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Uh, still technically season one, part two of season one, I yep. guess. Episode 10. Episode 10, Battle Tendency. New JoJo. Oh, yeah, man. it's a new JoJo. You're Let me on. tell you what. Without knowing uh, really any other JoJo's, this is my JoJo. I That's love this JoJo. guy. <laughs> I love, I love Joseph. He's an unhinged psychopath. He and he's okay. not even the most unhinged psychotic one. No, that's the thing. But after Jonathan, you get sweet boy Jonathan. We get this yeah. absolute gremlin. And the we worst get... part is, he's not the worst one. They get worse from here. I, and that's fine. <laughs> But I, I think this is, I think that this is what I want out of my protagonist. Like, he is unhinged enough that he's not a, a sweet wiener boy like uh, our Jonathan was. Um, he's, he's a little bit over on the Dio side of sort of... <laughs> sort of uh, yeah unhinged and then he's also like got the hair and he's handsome and he's not like his neck isn't like <laughs> disproportionate to his body he's like no. a beautiful boy he is a beautiful boy um and that hair is just fantastic um it we are looking at a lot more of these jojo poses already um, in this episode, I don't know how long it was in between seasons um, that this came out, but this feels like a, a much more advanced animation than just Phantom Blood was. I think it was the same animation, but I know I know Araki's art style changed a little bit okay. um, from part one to part two. So that's probably okay. what this is. So we're just following. A... Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just like following the art style of the manga. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Because um, this is incredible. Yes. It looks it looks so good. So good. It looks so good. Um, it looks so good. <laughs> I cannot wait for you to get to part three. I really cannot wait for you to see part three or part four, which is my favorite. Okay. Um. But the oh man, man, oh man. I'm, and if it keeps if it keeps evolving like this, I'm I'm all in like I am all in on this show. It is OK. So yeah. the first thing we see is old Speedwagon. Uh, <laughs> yeah. This is 50 years, 50 years. Yes. 50 years in the future. Um, yes. 1888 was when uh, oh yeah this Phantom is like the Blood 1920s yep. i think this is 1938 oh so there it 50 is 50 okay. years in the future right um, right right uh speedwagon is a wealthy oil tycoon which i don't know that it really matters no, like really. they make they make a deal out of 
Speedwagon being an oil tycoon, um, it matters zero percent. It it does not matter what happened to Speedwagon, but I am happy to know that Speedwagon is in his seventies. Um, so he's lived a long life. He is an oil tycoon. He's wealthy. So he's comfortable. I am glad to see Speedwagon had a good life. Yes. Um, good for him. And I say had a good life because he does get murdered in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> R.I.P. Which sucks because of of the good guys in Phantom Blood uh speedwagon man i love that guy i know what a what a good what character. a guy such I a was guy i was happy to see his face i was happy to see his scar um i was unhappy to see that he's no longer wearing the big checkered top hat i know but it's okay um times have changed fashion has yeah. evolved he must evolve with it I et guess, cetera, et cetera. I guess. Um, so he is uh, now. I was a little bit worried about this season uh, because I think the people who have been listening to this podcast are looking for a certain amount of thirst out of us. What? And oh, I was for, like, for Dio? Yeah, I was like, yeah, what's no going to happen? Really here. No Dio. I, I don't know, you know, who's here to be thirsty for. Um, uh, There is somebody to be thirsty for, but we have not uh, okay. met them yet. Okay, so. so we have someone else to be thirsty for. Oh, you have um, no idea. Joseph is, uh, is a beautiful boy. And one of the first things that we learn in this episode is that Dio is, in fact, still alive. Um, he's, like, petrified or something. Mm, not Dio. Not Dio? Not Dio. Oh. Okay. Not Dio. Not Dio. I thought he said Dio. Nope. Okay. That's fine. But it um, related to Dio in a certain way. Oh. He is he is basically like a vampire, like like what Dio is, kind of. Okay. Something okay. something with the stone masks, you know. Okay. Yes, yes. Yeah. We find that the stone mask that Speedwagon destroyed in the last episode of Phantom Blood wasn't the only one. Because yep. there are, are a couple um in this thing down in Mexico. Uh now we see straight so straight so straight so who is one of the one of the three that one of the three Hamon masters that um that come in and get destroyed by Dio in that second to last episode of Phantom Blood. And we all forgot about him. And we all forgot about him. Is his name Dire Straight So, by the yep, way? Yep, yep. <laughs> Yep, yep, yep. You know the reference. You know the reference. Yeah, they're just calling him straight so though. But I was like, oh yeah, that's right. These guys were all named after like bands. Like progressive rock bands Uh in the in the like 80s. So fine. Dire straight so. Um (laughs) 
<laughs> I love it. I love it too. It's so <laughs> stupid. It's so stupid that I love it. Um. So yeah, uh, Speedwagon is going to take Straitso down to this tomb in Mexico where he found some more of the stone masks. Um, Straitso straight up just murders everyone else who is on this like expedition with them. Um, and then he tells Speedwagon that uh, he is going to unlock Joseph's potential by making him angry basically like by by killing speedwagon and i'm assuming he's gonna want to kill arena as well um grandma arena who rules i love her so good (laughs) i love her okay and She's such a sassy old lady here. She is a sassy old lady. And Which we're is not what I thought we would see Arena be. No. Because she was such a like a quiet sweetie pie yes. when she was younger. And now she's old and over it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> she has gone through a lot. Oh yeah. Uh we find out that uh once once uh Jonathan died, uh she went to America, raised um, her son who died in the war. Um, and now, so Joseph is Jonathan and arena's grandson. Yes. Um, this, I've been paying a lot more attention to these episodes, um, because I, I feel like at the beginning of this, I was like, yeah, we could just wing it. And I'm like, now I'm very much invested in this show. Uh, I was like, oh yeah, I can I can watch this casually. I don't want to watch this show casually. I want no. to know everything about this show. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, uh, Joseph is Jonathan's grandson. Um, yes. And then we get uh, sort of an off-screen death of Speedwagon, which sucks. Yeah. Not that I wanted to see Speedwagon murdered, but no. um, again, I feel like he deserved it. But um, we uh, skipped over we skipped over a part that I do want to talk about. But um, I wanted to get Speedwagon's sort of the the rest of his arc out of the way first. Right. Um, so he had a good long life, uh, and then was murdered by someone who we thought was going to be a good guy, but is I'm assuming. And again, don't tell me if I'm wrong, but I'm assuming is going to be the uh, antagonist of this season. Dire straight. So (laughs) (laughs) who I'm not going to be able to say without. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We'll see. I God, I don't want to give anything away. That's that's, that's the thing. Yeah. (laughs) okay so so the first thing that we see in this episode we're now we're at joseph now now we're talking about joseph um and again when they introduced dio when they introduced dio he has one of the best introductions to a character i've ever seen yes and that's hard to be sort of printed deal onto me when I was watching it. Now 
we're doing the same thing, but we're doing it with Jojo this time. Yes. Because <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. God, I because love him. <laughs> our boy Joseph gets his wallet stolen uh, by this kid, Smokey. And Smokey runs away with this wallet. Um turns the corner into an alley and runs into two cops. Uh, these cops, I mean, 1920s New York cops, this, this black kid, they're not going to be gentle with this kid. No, they are. They are doing what cops do to black people. Yep. Um, and they are just beating the absolute snot out of him. Um, <sighs> And now yeah. here comes Joseph, our fucking hero, <laughs> Joseph Joestar, giant man, six foot. They say six and a half feet tall, which I don't it's know insane. if that's uh, an exaggeration. I'm just going to say this, this six foot six muscle bound, perfect faced boy comes around the corner uh, and he says, he says, what are you doing? I'm not pressing charges. That wallet was a gift. And the cops say, yeah, what? fuck you. Yeah. Joseph punches this cop. Joseph, you absolute oh, madman. I love you. Legend. He Legendary. breaks this cop's nose. There is just blood all over the place. Joseph just living out everyone's fucking dream over here. Oh my god! And I, I also love this cop. Joseph literally said ACAB. Yeah, this cop is just a pig. He's a pig man. He's a yes. He's a short, fat man with like an upturned nose, uh, and this kind of voice. uh, Lisa Rocky, tell us how you really feel about the police. Yeah, really. (laughs) So we're just. I'm just expecting him to go <laughs> when he's talking. <laughs> For real. <laughs> but yeah, but Joseph just explodes this guy's nose. Uh, his partner pulls out a gun. Um, <laughs> and Joseph's Which, like standing yeah. there all cool. And he says, what are you going to shoot me? <laughs> yeah. And this cop's like, yeah, I'm going to shoot you. And he's like, fucking try it. Jesus the cop Christ. Starts, the cop starts to pull the trigger. Uh, jo- Jojo, uh, I guess, shakes his soda can or his soda bottle up so fast that the cap flies off of it directly to this guy's finger and just like demolishes this guy's finger. It's so good. This is so great. Um, this is a this is a white English character in the 1930s. He could easily be, you know, one of these terrible people, but he's saving black kids. He's beating up cops. He's just the best kind of person. He's great. Um, He's so good. So, so yeah, we, we've got our, we have got our hero for this season. Uh, Joseph Joestar, the absolute goat. Uh, I love this guy. 
Um, um, but he's also afraid that he is going to, <laughs> that his grandma Arena is going to be mad at him. I love him being afraid of Arena. Yeah, I love that so much. It's really, really good. It's really endearing. It's He doesn't want to disappoint his granny. Yep. He is our perfect boy this season. And if there's another perfect boy, I'm all for that right now. Joseph Joestar, you are my perfect boy. <laughs> 10 out of 10 boy. 10 out of 10 Jojo. Yes. Um, so Jojo gets in a car, in a cab. Um, <laughs> after he almost gets hit by the cab, um, he almost beats up the cab driver for almost hitting him. And then Arena comes out and she says, Jojo, what are you doing? And he goes, oh, I was just getting us a cab, Grandma Arena. So you don't have to walk to the restaurant. And she's like, oh, you're such a thoughtful boy. And I'm like, yes, he is such a thoughtful boy. (laughs) What Uh, a sweetie. He's he's so good. God damn it. I know. God damn it. Uh, Like, I'm not going to say he made me forget about Dio right off the bat. He's he's he, absolutely yeah no he's he's one you, he's one you could sim for yeah I'm 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 okay with again I know that Dio's alive yes I know we're gonna see Dio again you will um, I'm it's gonna I'm be great okay not having him this season because we've got our boy Joseph yeah um I cannot wait so we get into the cab we go to a restaurant uh, to have dinner. And this big, sharp tooth, the character design already this season is going a little bit off the rails. Oh, yeah. Because Fandom Blood, we had a lot of very human looking people, you know, giant, sure. Uh, Big necks bigger than the size of their heads. Absolutely. Um but all very much human. Now, so far in this episode, we've had the pig cop and now this mafia, like hitman or whatever, like just like goon with the sharp teeth and the Mohawk and the tattoos all over his face. And I'm like, this guy does not look human. He looks like a cartoon character. And that also rules. Uh, he is not happy about a black person being in the same restaurant that he is. And, uh, and he's vocal about this. He, he's not afraid to say it because it's the 1930s in New York. Yeah. So he's saying this stuff and Jojo's getting mad. And he says, he says, grandma arena, (laughs) Can I beat this guy up? Yeah, and Arena's like, you and know what? She's like, she's like, you know what? You can beat him up. Just nobody else in the restaurant has said anything. So be mindful of the rest of the of the people in this restaurant. Yeah. Uh, and be he's polite like, about it. Yeah. And he's like, yes, <laughs> I'm going to beat this guy up so bad. Uh, and this guy, 
is not afraid of uh, Joseph, but he will be. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, man, I love it. I love uh, Joseph so much. He So we have a little bit of a detective thing. Uh, Jojo knows where his brass knuckles are because uh, he sees the lacerations on his hand. He sees the blood on his shirt and he knows, you know, that this guy fights with brass knuckles and that he put him in his back pocket all from, you know, clues about, about what's going on. This guy slips on his brass knuckles um, and then starts beating up what looks like Joseph when it first happens. And then when he's done, Joseph's like, you didn't hit me. And then he's like, what? And then he like has a coat rack or something. I don't know what he was. I don't remember. But um, he like broke the wood and it's like going through his hand. (laughs) And he looks at it and he's like, ah, and then Joseph just destroys this guy. And it's so good. Uh, And then a, and then a, uh, like a like a mafia boss comes over and he's like he's like yeah that guy sucked anyway um i'm not mad at you for beating him up but i know who you are and um i have bad news for you they found uh speedwagon's body um off the coast of the river in mexico you know he was killed yeah. along with everybody else and arena's like i believe him I know he's telling the truth and, and Joseph is like, well, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> so like, well, this blows. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but when you're in the Joe star bloodline, I think you're used to that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, and if you aren't, then Jesus, yeah, lucky you. You're gonna, yeah. Get used. You're going to have to get used to it, but going to have to uh, get used to just hating everything and being yeah. sad all the time. Cause life is just going to be bad. Yeah. Um, so they both take it. I think. Okay. Again, I think they're sort of used to it. Well, I mean also Speedwagon was hella old, so it's yeah, like, he's, yep. He's very old. Kind of so. waiting. Yep. Um, it's going to happen sooner or later. Yeah. And, Rest in peace, uh, Speedwagon. We loved you as much as you loved Jonathan. (laughs) Oh, at one point during the cab ride, I did forget to say this, but during the cab ride, Joseph does say something about Speedwagon was never married um, and wondering about his relationship with Jonathan. He says, he says, you know, maybe they weren't just best friends. And uh, Arena gets mad because Jonathan was her husband. But also I'm thinking maybe they weren't just best friends. (laughs) At the (laughs) very, at the very least, at the very least, they acknowledged that Speedwagon was in love with Jonathan. Yes. Which we all knew. We all knew. Uh, I mean, it 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 puts a an extra sad twist on Speedwagon's death. Um, so rest in peace, Speedwagon. You were one of the good. Say ones. hi to Jonathan. 
Yeah. Now they're yeah, now they're together again. They can be um, gay in heaven. Yes. They can go to gay heaven together. And then they can, you know, when Arena comes back, when Arena gets there. It'll be such a cute thruple. It will be the cutest thruple. Um, I'm going to say that in heaven, Speedwagon is back to wearing that top hat. Oh, he is for sure. <laughs> so we're for not going to be too sad for him. He's with Jonathan now, which is and he gets he to wear wears. his top hat. And he gets to wear his top hat. Um, so the last thing we see in this episode is uh, Jonathan, or not Jonathan, uh, Joseph and Smokey are at a diner having some pie. Uh, uh, Straitso, Dire Straitso is outside of the diner. Um, Joseph sees him. He goes out to confront him. Straight so uh, starts like he's about to attack him. Uh, and Joseph pulls out a Tommy gun and <laughs> blasts the fuck out of this guy. <laughs> oh, he's got such, he's got like zero chill, no, not an ounce of chill in his body. And it's not like he's. It's not like he's blasting him, you know, into the street. He is blasting him through the window. So the bullets are flying into the diner. <laughs> he doesn't warn anybody. He doesn't say, look, everybody get under your tables because I'm about to pull out a Tommy gun on this motherfucker Single. and absolutely go to town. No, he, he doesn't does warn it. anyone. He just does it. Yes. He's absolutely psycho, unhinged, and I love everything about him. I I, I forgot that this happened. <laughs> and when Straitso starts, like, getting ready to do battle, and Jonathan's just like, I don't think so. And he just pulls a Tommy gun out of nowhere, and I'm like, oh, fuck, yes. <laughs> it was so good. And he just puts... 400 rounds into this motherfucker. <laughs> and then the episode ends. Of course. Uh, that's God, all there is so to good. it. It's it's really good. Um again, I was afraid of what this season was going to bring us for things to talk about, but it looks like it Joseph <laughs> you have saved the fucking day beating up cops and unloading your Tommy gun into a diner. He pulls fucking... it out of fucking nowhere. Where was he keeping it? <laughs> I don't know. Where was he keeping it? He's not even wearing a trench coat at that no. time. He just, he, it must have just, just been it. like strapped to his back or something. I don't know. It, it doesn't mask. matter. He, he had it and he used it. And that's all that matters. Good for him. <laughs> it's, oh God, it's so good. All right. So, so that's the episode battle tendency has started. B what do I have to look forward to? Oh my God. In season two of Jojo. There's so much. I want to tell you all the things, but I also want you to experience all the things just like I had to experience all the things with no warning. Cause no one told me anything about part two. (laughs) So I got thrown into it by my fucking hair, like just tossed into the lion's den. And I had to fight off 
all the insanity that was coming after me left and right with this season. Um, I will say, um, I guess full warning, uh, there are Nazis involved. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's, 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 it's world war two era. Yeah. So yep. yeah, we're going to see a I... Nazi or two. Yeah. Um, um... If that's, you know, if that's something that people don't want to see or hear about, like, that's understandable. Totally get it. Um, Personally, I don't mind Nazis when they're, you know, portrayed as the bad guys and we're seeing them getting destroyed. And if I know anything about Joseph from this first episode... I don't think he's going to have any problems just destroying these Nazis. I am looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm I'm again completely invested in this show. Um I'm so happy that you made me start watching it. I'm so happy I'm, that you did start watching it. <laughs> and I'm so glad that we get to talk about it on us fairly regular basis um gonna have to be more regular soon yeah life got weird hey man life gets weird uh but yeah i'm i'm so excited and again i don't want to know anything about it i will Um, say nothing but if you have some thoughts about season two don't be spoilery but you can send us an email at this bizarre adventure at gmail.com. Uh, let us know again what you thought about Phantom Blood as a whole and what, you know, what's your favorite part maybe of this season coming up. Um, if we get enough emails, maybe we'll do like a, an email episode or something. Hell yeah. Um, but, but yeah, I, I'm so excited for this. I love Joseph. I think he's fantastic. Um, we have another little kid, uh, which is whatever, but this one seems to, you know, he was at least in the first episode of the season. So he didn't get introduced mid season. Jojo um, his weird child companion. Yeah. We have a Oof. little, we have a little bit of, uh, we have a little bit of like him being a black kid in, the late thirties, early forties is going to add something more to the show than I think the kid did in phantom blood. So, I so. so, um, yeah, fucking fantastic. Fucking fantastic. I love this. I love this so much. I'm um, so glad. I am I'm, so fucking glad. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I'm I'm excited to see what happens with Joseph. I also know that Joseph uh, lives to be an older gentleman uh, because, again, oh, we watched... he's, like, he's the oldest living Jojo. Yeah, we've we've watched the first episode of season three on No Time to Binge. And I also played the PlayStation uh, Jojo fighting game where the first thing you see is uh Joseph as an old guy with a like a gray beard and um, an ugly hat. Yeah, like a fedora. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's so I I'm I'm excited to see Jojo uh Joseph live. Uh 
for a, for a long time. Um, he is always just good. Yes, he's <laughs> great. So good. I, I'm I'm so excited for this. Um, and then, hey, maybe next time uh, we'll have uh, some more horniness. I feel like these last two episodes have been lacking in horniness, but we'll get there. We'll get just, there. Just you fucking wait. <laughs> <laughs> just you fucking wait oh man All right. oh, it's, it's good I, yes <laughs> I, I know you have to leave so yes. why don't you uh tell the people where they can find you um you can find me in your garage in the middle of the night um <laughs> going through your garbage uh you can also find me um at deep lore uh the podcast that i run with my husband um, there's also No Time to Binge, which Michael Kobe is also on, along with some also like pretty cool people. Um, and then there is another podcast that I do called Is This Podcast a JoJo Reference? Um, which is um about current uh interior design techniques. <laughs> no, I'm kidding, it's about JoJo. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fantastic. And you can find me on No Time to Binge. Um, Jack Billings presents Haunted Apartment Complex and a music podcast with my child called Generation Clash, where we talk about the bands that I grew up with and the bands that they are growing up with. Um, you can find those anytime you uh, anytime you find podcasts. I have lost the ability to speak. So this is a good time to end the episode. Yep. <laughs> uh, but as we always say at the end of this podcast. Um, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it um, make you a sandwich. Just, yep. Just like we always, we that always old say. That old saying that we always say. <laughs> <laughs> All right. See you next week with more of Battle Tendency. Oh, God. Mm. I fucking love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>